Hey, honeys, I have something exclusive to tell you. You can hear episodes of my show and 30 others, Harmontown, Drinky Fun Time, Dumpable Town, before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. Lucky you. You can listen right now on the TuneIn app. Play Nashville a week early. You're like living in a time machine, baby. So why don't you check it out? All you have to do is download the TuneIn app and listen for free. This is like being a podcast VIP. Don't forget, they also have live sports, news, music, audiobooks. It's enabled in Apple CarPlay, so I think you should check it out. All you have to do is go to tunein.com slash Natchbute. Tune in, baby. Feral Audio. P-R-A. Public Radio America. It's like a tote bag for your ears. This week on You're Welcome. Food. Are we still doing this? Seriously, when are we going to end the reign of tyranny of food? All this and retractions today on... You're welcome. Welcome to your welcome. I'm Stefan Heifenstraitman, and I'm a really, really smart guy. How do you know? Because I'm telling you. Our top story. What do you think of when you hear the word superfood? Perhaps you picture nutrient and antioxidant-rich foods like acai or acai, if you'd like to pronounce it correctly, blueberries, and avocados. Perhaps you picture a buzzword that is ultimately loose and broad to the point of being meaningless and easily warped to meet the hyperbolic needs of brands and marketing people. Or perhaps you picture a food, like a glazed ham or a donut, with a little cape flying around a blue sky and looking for criminals to intercept. If you thought that last one, you would be very dumb, or perhaps five years old. Until now. San Diego resident Ross Auntie has been eating a acai superfood bowl every day for three years to keep his bowel movements regular. It also helps keep his lifestyle painfully specific and incapable of being replicated under even the slightest change in setting or circumstances. One day, Ross ate his superfood bowl so fast that he assumed he was actually served an empty bowl, and complained so loudly that the restaurant's entire staff was thrown through walls and out windows with the sheer force of his ire. It was then that Ross Auntie realized that the superfood had indeed made him a super dude. Joining us on the line from miles above the surface of San Diego is fitness-conscious accountant and allegedly recent bona fide superhuman, Ross Auntie. Hello, Ross. Superhero, long time egomaniac. Oh, well, this should be a relatively easy transition for you then. You'll have to speak up a little, Stefan. It's a little windy up here, and the reception is spotty, which is ironic since you'd assume it would get better the closer you get to the satellites. Anyway, I'll be complaining to AT&T after this call. They won't know what hit them. Yes, so I assume that means your superfood diet has granted you the gift of flight. Is that correct, Ross? Ah, yes. It would be a bit of a burden, that responsibility. No, I mean, I think of it as something I'm entitled to. Oh, yes, of course. Right. Yeah, I mean, when you pay this close of attention to your lifestyle, your diet, what you put into your body, at a certain point you realize that your body owes you a little something back. You know? Some extraordinary ability, strength, looking good naked, looking good to other people who look good naked, that sort of thing. 
So how is the view of your native city from that superhumanly high horse of yours? Beautiful as ever, Stefan. The homeless are even less visible from up here. The ocean is gorgeous aside from the trash. You're talking about the island of plastic pollution that has collected off the Pacific coast? No! I mean all the lower middle class people at the beach! I mean, where do they get off? Isn't there a beach for pores behind some giant walls, a giant canopy or something? Uh, we'll reach out for confirmation on that. And right now, I'm hovering above Petco Park, watching my favorite team, the Padres, practicing? Oh, wait. No, I guess they're actually in the middle of a game. That's depressing. Now, about your recent acquisition of these powers, as someone whose body is growing older and shutting down more and more each day, I personally am on a constant search for a combination of foods that can restore my life force and chase the reaper away with the proverbial broomstick of nutrition. I stopped listening. Fine, I'll reframe the extremely long build-up to my question. I want to believe in the power of superfoods, Mr. Auntie. Desperately want to believe. So I ask, was it the years of eating superfoods that led to your superhero origin story, or was it one very specific bowl? Possibly radioactive. Hard to say, Stefan, but I think it's a bit of both. You know, if I hadn't made eating right a priority for the majority of my life, statistically it would have been less likely that I'd be eating brunch at super fresh green good food every day daily on the morning they served a batch of magic akaye. Yes, uh, and super fresh green good food every day daily is the name of the restaurant, I assume. You when you assume something, you make an ass out of people who aren't as good at assuming things as you are. And how does SFGGFEDD feel about their regular customer developing the get, uh, the entitlement of flight? Well, I love that place to pieces, you know? It's a home away from home. The staff is like family to me. I think once the lawsuit is all over and done with, we'll be laughing about all of this. Wait, no, are you suing the restaurant that gave you superpowers? Yeah, of course. Ooh, why? Well, they didn't label the magic ingredients properly on the menu. What if I was allergic to magic? This would be a very different story. Makes sense, I suppose. But honestly, they'll probably sell out of court. They're a small local business, so they don't have a lot of money for lawyers. Alright, so... Your recommendation is to start eating tons of berries to improve the numbers game in your favor and eventually ingest a magical one. Got it. I'm taking notes here. I will start immediately. Now, can you detail the list of superpowers you've developed from the superfood? Yeah. Well, the first thing I developed was the ability to properly pronounce Akaye. As you know, this places me square in the top 5% of the human population right off the bat. Well, this shows what a fool I was. I really thought that it was pronounced acai. Uh, surely there's nothing worse than hearing some normal human ordering uh, food incorrectly. Yeah, it's like Kinsun Height, because it sounds like you just sneezed, you know? Nails on a chalkboard. And what else, Mr. Auntie? Super speed. As you said, I ate the bowl in the blink of an eye, literally. In the blink of a normal eye or a super fast eye? I still blink at normal speeds. It's just still pretty fast. Yeah, I guess blinking is already fast enough, yes. Now what about physical transformations? Uh, improved vision, lasers, things like that? Well, as any conscientious eater knows, Stefan, superfoods already guarantee a physical transformation of sorts, in that you can regulate blood sugar and cholesterol levels, improve vision by warding off 
macular degeneration and help your body naturally generate lasers you can shoot from your fingertips with omega-3 fatty acids. So that's a yes then? Yeah! I also digest my food through a form of cold fusion. Higher metabolism, also slightly higher risk of nuclear catalysm for the city. But I can't hear anybody concerned about that from up here. Now, listeners who have been raised on comic books and force-fed superhero media as adults are all eager to know, Ross, how are you making the world a better place with your powers? Uh, lots of ways. Uh, let's see. Uh, I like to think that it's leading by example is a big service to the community, so everyone who sees me flying around can set a new fitness standard in their own lives. Oh, and I started my own CrossFit gym. Ross, you have a CrossFit gym now? a lot of weight training, starting with small pickup trucks and working up to 18 wheelers full of kettleball shipments. Then I run up about 200 stairs in two seconds. Then I shout supersonic complaints at my clients until they keep up. And do they ever? Not yet. But when they do, I'll make such a huge difference in their life. Now, Ross, your publicist marketed you as a superhero. I'm my own publicist, actually. Well, that explains that. But at the risk of editorializing, it sounds to me like you're actually more of a, well, a super villain, or at the very least, a super jerk. Well, look, Stefan, forces of good cannot exist without forces of darkness. So if you look at it that way, I really am providing a unique and crucial service to the community. Sir, other customers need to use the bathroom? Uh, w one second, Stefan. I'm a paying customer! And I have rights! Yeah, well, we only have one restroom, and you've been on the phone in there all morning. Uh, Mr. Auntie? That's not my problem, okay? That's not a Ross problem. That's a super fresh, green, good food, everyday, daily problem. You need more bathrooms here. I've been telling you that for months. Uh, Mr. Auntie, if this isn't a good time, then... Uh... Come on, sir. Can you just take your call outside, please? I have delicate bowels, lady! I need constant proximity to commodes. And would it kill you to get a bidet? A bidet! How many messages do I need to leave your manager? Uh, what is going on, Mr. Auntie? Uh, hold on. My, uh, my arch enemy is here. We need to battle it out for supremacy. Okie doke. I'm making a private call here, you cow. Private restroom, private calls, comprende? You can't just make our bathroom into your office, man. Why not? Is that... Is that a desk? Did you bring a desk in the... That's property of Ross Fit Enterprises, you shrew. Don't even look at it, or I'll sue you. Please take your laundry out of the sink. Oh, sorry, princess. Does your laundry just magically wash itself? You know what? I'm taking back that tip I left you four months ago. I don't know what I was thinking. Now give me my 50 cents back. I'm calling the cops. Okay. Gotta go, Stefan. Visit rossfit.wordpress.com. Hello? Ross? Uh, Mr. Auntie? Well, listeners, it appears that call was dropped. Uh, perhaps quite literally right out of the sky and into the center of a crowded metropolis. Now, we here at Your Welcome would like to say our thoughts are with the citizens of San Diego as their city is destroyed in a battle between new gods, superheroes, and supervillains. And to any other superhuman beings listening, just remember, when you reshape the galaxy in your image, please keep public radio around. 
PRA and You're Welcome are brought to you by Celebrity Baby Names. Isolate yourselves by choosing a name that is also a food or cardinal direction or feeling or color or description of your own narcissism. You're Welcome and World News have already been taken. And now, Public Radio America, PRA, and Your Welcome World News present our newest segment, Better Food, hosted by our newest and technically our oldest segment host, Tamitha Nickelback. Hi, you're listening to Better Food, a show where we get into the meat of what's going on in restaurants, in our kitchens, and on our immature palates. I'm Tamitha Nickelback, and today I have on the show food blogger and tasteologist Garrison Hilf. Hello, Garrison. Hello, Tamitha. I'm happy to be here. I understand you recently went to a hot new gastropub in downtown Seattle called Rare, Medium, or Well Done. Yes, I did. It was quite the experience. Excellent. Well, I would love to just get into the meat of it, pun intended. (laughs) Uh, What did you think of their um, cheddar burger? I see that that is a popular item on their menu. Uh, The cheddar burger was very satisfactory. I found it was I, I it was well done a little very well done I was very surprised about oh you didn't that, you didn't that's the way that it just that's comes what out. the way they go with it okay um, the thing is it wasn't as good as what I would say that the the cheeseburger bites off the Chili's kids menu could be that is the kind of the bar we're working with here is something so succulent and delicious as the cheeseburger bites from that kids menu this burger. Uh, it left me wanting more and left me wanting to get back on that kid's menu. Well, Garrison, are you saying that you would prefer a meal from Chili's to this gastropub that sounds like it's getting many rave reviews? Uh, I, I see it many rave reviews, and uh, it sounds very popular. But you're saying that you'd rather go to a chain restaurant. Well, I, I do think the reviews for, um, for it are, are sound. It was. I mean, it was a satisfying burger. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't discourage one from enjoying that burger. It's just if I had to choose, I'm always going to return to the Chili's Kids menu. I mean, well, have me you seen you. what it comes with? I mean, any of these meals, they come with a side item and a drink. That burger, it was an additional charge for those fries. I, I see. So someone with a a little bit of a tight wallet might go. To Chili's uh, now. I don't think it has anything to do with the tight wall. Well, you're getting a better deal. It sounds like you're endorsing better deals as opposed to the food itself. You you pay what you you get, and on that kids menu money, you're going to pay for quality. Okay, and let me also clarify. It looks like you're, you're saying not only would you rather go to Chili's, but you'd also just go to, straight to the kids menu. Oh yeah. What I about mean, the adult menu? Ah, I usually bypass that. I feel like the kids' menus, to you know, the flavors there are meant for a child's mouth, which is young, you know, a young mouth. You want to? I like to eat in the sense that I like keeping my mouth young. My body might deteriorate over time, but I want to keep my mouth young. I absolutely understand that sentiment. However, um, because I am a, a an I'm a mature woman. Uh, you know, I'll give anything to have a young body again. However, uh, 
you have an adult mouth. I'm looking at it right now, and you have an adult mouth and an adult-sized belly as well. You're uh, totally right. But we just like you know, you need to be young at heart. You should be young at mouth as well. I just a young mouth can taste greater flavors. It's not. But I disagree because most children love bland things. Um, <laughs> like what? What what things are you thinking of when you think of bland for a child? Usually like white toast with cheese, you know, uh, just a Delicacy. Standard. That is a delicacy. It's just a grilled cheese with, like, craft craft cheese singlets. Yeah, speaking of grilled cheese, on the Chili's Kids menu, you can get a grilled cheese sandwich. One of the best I've ever had. Better well, than the melt. Have you heard of the melt? Highly overrated when you after you try a Chili's Kids Menu grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, well, let's just move back to a uh, rare medium and well, oh, well done, mm-hmm. the gastropub. It looks like they also have um, some other side items that uh, I would love your insight on. Maybe uh, the side salad. Ooh, a side salad. Um, a side salad, it was fine. The, I, I think the vinaigrette... Um, choice of dressing was very appetizing. However, I think altogether, I, I would never go with a salad on a normal impulse because it's not on that Chili's kids' menu. That's because kids children don't, have immature palates and they don't eat vegetables. I disagree. They're not immature. Children these days and age, just like the ways... Have you seen the, the kids do online these days? They understand computers better than us, so clearly their mouths know more than us. There's, We're not giving them enough credit. Well, speaking of online, I just pulled up your blog on my iPad here, and I just see, instead of your food blog, it's just pictures of children's menu items. Yes, it's just my blog actually links you directly to the Chili's kids' menu. Oh my, this is this is disturbing. What um, is disturbing about it? Well, I I've just thought. clicked on another post from October. This, for our listeners out there, this is a picture of Garrison Hilf. Uh, from the top up, looks like Garrison Hilf. He's wearing a nice vest with a uh, a tie and a collared shirt and a little hat. But downstairs, if you look down in the lower half, it you're wearing a diaper and you're holding a baba, and you've made a little mess on yourself. Yes, um, I want to first point out that my wife made that vest for me. She, uh, she yeah. Well, so then, but, uh, the reason I have to wear a diaper is because when you are consistently eating from a kid's menu, you, you your digestive system starts to become that of a child. Um, so you can consider myself as an adult baby because I have such an advanced palate. See, I figure in a few years I might have to wear a diaper because I am old and, I, you know, it, it happens. But you choose to do this voluntarily. Yes, because... I want to. You have to oh. live. You oh, have to live. Is, like no, there, should, no, there should be no, no sadness is, in it. This is this is sad, Garrison. I was hoping to interview uh, a food blogger and tasteologist, but I'm just talking to a man who wears diapers voluntarily and likes to have a mouth that's a child, child yes. mouth. Have child you seen? Mouth. Have you seen? Have you tasted Gerber's in a long time? No. It's such. It's a. It's the. It's pure. They take one flavor and they just break it down. Babies love that. In my opinion, uh, that is the future of food. All right. Well, I, I don't... I, you seem so disturbed by that. I am. Oh, I see there's a big bulge in your pocket right now, and I know that's a Gerber. I know that's a Gerber bottle. Here, I'll take it out. Oh, no. It's peas. Oh, that is disgusting. That is gross and disgusting, and I'm sorry, listeners. I, I had 
hope to start off this segment with a uh, a, a, a well-renowned uh, food critic, but I have a baby man in here. May I, before I go, plug my children's theater, Pie Time Children's Theater down on Wilshire? Why not? Thank you for having me. That was Tamitha Nickelback's new and very recently canceled segment, Better Food, not to be confused with Better Judgment. Thank you, Tamitha Nickelback, and goodbye forever. PRA and You're Welcome are brought to you by CrossFit. When CrossFit isn't enough of a cult mentality, fall in with a supervillain and his powerful army of disciples. CrossFit, muscle the world into submission. And by Dave Christensen's podcast, I Will Watch Anything Once. Please listen to I Will Watch Anything Once more than once. Perhaps even twice. PRA and You're Welcome are always right, except for when we're not. And so here are some retractions from last week. It is not a requirement to break out into song when introduced to someone from Oklahoma. The Goodyear blimp killed 25, not 3, at Houston Rockets game, and it was not on purpose. Four out of five dentists do not recommend tipping your dentist. That's the weird fifth dentist acting up again. And people who believe in intelligent design are not automatically more intelligent than people who believe in evolution just because they have the word intelligent in the name. Yes, I'm talking to you, Dad. We are up to 5% of our PRA fundraising goal. Donors at the $12 level will receive a keychain that is filled with dozens of keys without context or explanation. What do they open? Where will they lead? You will never know, but the question will haunt you forever, awake and asleep. Perhaps they are the keys to your own sharp decline into suffocating madness. Thank you for listening, or at least having us on in the background while you drive. Special thanks, as always, to Madeline Wager, Eric Stoles, Levi Petrie, B.J. Emery, special research intern Dave Christensen, and of course, in-studio cat snuggler Zane Grant. I'm Stefan Hyphen-Straitman saying thank you and you're welcome. This podcast is brought to you by feralaudio.com, fiercely independent podcasts, home of Harmontown, Call Chelsea Peretti, Mystic Party, and more. You can donate at our show page at feralaudio.com or use our Amazon affiliate link when shopping on Amazon. R.A. Public Radio America. You're smarter already. Feral Audio. I can't believe how cold it is. It's so cold. Are you fucking serious? Don't you fucking know? Don't you of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.